0: Welcome in to another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, General Manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast. Today on the WSN podcast, a little bit later, we're going to talk with Mark Miller, our Hall of Famer, about the Boys Basketball State Tournament coming up this weekend at the Kohl Center in Madison. Before we do that, though, let's remind everybody out there to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation not only sponsors our WSN podcast, but also sponsors our playoff coverage on wisports.net. A big thank you to them. A big thank you as well to our friends at B3 Sciences. Gain the athletic advantage of B3 Sciences BFR training. See the results of your strength or performance training exercise, or rehab in less time. Trusted by a growing list of professional teams like the Milwaukee Brewers, Kansas City Chiefs, and U.S. Olympic teams that includes USA Volleyball, USA Weightlifting, USA Track and Field, and the USA Ski Team, amongst others, contact Dr. Ken Otto, B3 BFR Certified Coach, and visit drken.b3sciences.com. Well, the girls basketball state tournament wrapped up last weekend. We'll just run through the uh, the state champions there, and we will have Norbert Durst on either next week or in a couple weeks to uh, to break down and, and kind of recap, put a bow on the uh, the the girls basketball season. Um, but again, today the focus is going to be on the boys tournament preview. But to look back at the girls state tournament in Division One, Kettering repeated as state champion since they took down Brookfield East in. The championship game. It was a Division II title game rematch, and for the second straight year, Notre Dame downed Pewaukee as it was the third consecutive state championship for Notre Dame. In Division III, there was an upset in the semifinals as top-seeded Waupun went down to Milwaukee Academy of Science, the four-seed. However, Milwaukee Academy of Science fell to Kiwaskum in the championship game as the Indians claimed the D3 title. In Division IV, Laconia picked up the Division 4 gold ball, defeating Colfax in the semifinals and then downing Aquinas in the championship game. In Division 5, it was top-seeded McDonald Central taking down second-seeded Blair Taylor for the title, 61-46. So again, state champions were crowned in girls' basketball. You can check out recaps on Wisports.net if you so choose. You can uh, also check out the girls' basketball all-state teams that were released by the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association this week. Still all kinds of girls' basketball news and information that will be coming out over the next couple weeks. We will have our senior award finalists. We'll have our senior award winners. There will start to be some coaching changes. Uh, you can look for some more information, as well as uh, a little bit of club team previews and um, uh, other off-season stuff coming up from Norbert Durst. And like I said, we'll have Norbon Sometime in the next week or two to uh, to talk about the girls' basketball season in general before we really move on to uh, to spring sports in uh, detail. But today on the WSN podcast, it is going to focus on boys' basketball and the boys' basketball state tournament. We'll talk about it with Mark in just a minute, but as a reminder, if you're looking for any kind of information on the boys' state tournament, you can find it at wissports.net, especially our state tournament Boys Basketball FAQ, where you can find information on how to watch the games, including how to stream the games. You can find out information on tickets, how much they cost, where you can buy them, where you'll be sitting, information on parking, information on food, reminder that everything is cashless at the Kohl Center, so don't bring cash to, play, to pay for concessions. You're going to need a credit card or uh, or digital payment of some kind. They do accept Apple Pay and Tap to pay, those kinds of things. You can get the schedules of all the games. You can get all the information that you're going to need and want to enjoy the Boys Basketball State Tournament this weekend. But before we do that, before the games are held, we're going to get to our Hall of Famer, Mark Miller, and get to a preview of the Boys Basketball State Tournament, the 107th WIAA Boys Basketball State Tournament. Uh, I It's either the longest or one of the longest running state tournaments in the entire country the uh the wi boys basketball state tournament so uh here's our conversation with mark well it is christmas time for boys basketball fans around the state of wisconsin as we are into the the boys basketball tournament set for this weekend of course at the cole center in madison once again and once again our coverage will be anchored and led by our hall of famer mark miller who will join in uh, on the podcast now to preview the state tournament talk a little bit about the the playoffs so far and uh, just get a rundown on this final state tournament of the winter sports season as we're about to transition into spring sports but one more winter sports state tournament mark hard to believe it's already here middle of march seems like we were just in the middle of November and talking about the uh season getting underway uh 5 months ago but it's long but it sure does go by awful fast especially here at the end
1: yes it does i just you know i was just thinking today 2 weeks ago we were just at the regional quarterfinal level and here we are now you know about 24 hours away from the tip of the state tournament so uh, I think everyone's excited for the field that we have this year and excited to watch the teams and players perform on the Kohl Center floor. So a uh, very exciting time. Looking forward to it very much.
0: Well, we will get into all of the the matchups. We'll, we'll break down all of the divisions and and really dig into each of these uh, these games and each of these uh, matchups. But let's talk a little bit of generalities to to begin with. And um let's let's start by looking back as we often do and and talk about the path to get here out of the teams that that have made it to the state tournament in any division who would be the one that you would peg as the most surprising team to get here do you think
1: well i guess i would i would go with whitehall in division four considering i I think I picked them to lose three different times, <laughs> and I was joking with the uh, Coach Peterson from Whitehall on the conference call about that. Um, you know, they they came in as a three seed, uh, so that it wasn't like they you know weren't respected. But um, they got by Regis in the in the regional uh, semi, and then they beat Durand in the regional final, and that game was in Durand. Um, and uh, those were two teams that Whitehall had lost to during the regular season and then in the sectional semi they got by a third team that they had lost to previously and that was Fall Creek and then in the sectional final they were able to hold off uh, a good Cameron team to qualify for state uh and uh i think in the last 3 games that they played uh, i i picked the the opposite team to win so um you know kudos to Whitehall for for uh you know avenging three earlier losses and then, you know, for getting by Cameron in the sectional final. So I think they're probably the most surprising team, uh, you know, that made it to the state tournament.
0: If we go back to the start of the year and say most surprising based on expectations or or thoughts at the start of the year, is it is it the same? Is, is Whitehall the most surprising team if we look all the way back to the beginning of the season?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, Whitehall was, ex- uh, you know, expected to do pretty well. Luke Biley and Devin McCune were both back, and those are two really good players. Um, they did lose six games during the regular season. So um, you know, I wondered if expectations maybe were were a little too high. Um, but they did win the dairy with a 15-0 record. So um, and then of course they they're playing their best basketball right now. So I, you know, in that respect, I think the team that maybe when you look in and say, you know, back in November, this this team's gonna make it to state. I would be shocked. I I think that award would go to uh, Kenosha St. Joe's. Uh, I would never have thought that they would come out of that uh, that sectional in in D4 that also included um, Howard's Grove and St. Mary's Springs um, and uh, and Kohler and Valders. Uh, I I just didn't I didn't think they would be able to survive that that, uh, you know, that path to, to Madison. But. Um, you know, their, their lower half of the sectional, they only had to play one of those teams that I just mentioned previously. So, uh, and that was Kohler in the sectional final and they got past them. Um, but still they, they lost four starters, I think from last year's team, they had a really solid team last year. Um, but, uh, I think just the, the overall, uh, performance of Eric Kennedy uh, this year has been a, has been a surprise. I think he had 42 points and 10 assists, in the game against Kohler. Um, So that one to me probably was the biggest surprise, you know, as we started the year to where we are now.
0: We're going to continue our conversation with Mark, but before we do, let's remind everybody out there to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Well, Mark, uh, of course, one of the uh, the most gr- excellent times of the year, to borrow a-, a phrase from Bill and Ted, is the sectional finals and, and sectional games in general. Just electric atmosphere, smaller venues than you get at the state tournament. A lot on the line. Looking back at sectionals, uh, was there was there a path to state, especially through those sectionals and in that sectional final, that you would say is the toughest? That was the the toughest to get here. For one of these teams?
1: Um, yeah, I thought um I thought, uh, thought Whitnell and Division II really had a tough uh route. Um uh, you know, they they played uh in the regional final, they played Burlington, uh, which uh finished second in the Southern Lakes and got the win there. Um and then at, at the sectional level, they they had to get by the champion of the Southern Lakes, Westotia Central, and that game was played uh at Wilmot, so it was a little bit more of a home court, I guess you would say for Westosha. And then in the championship uh, sectional championship game, it was probably at least one of the top two or three games that, that uh, I, I saw, I I watched all the streams. So, um, and I just thought the Whitnow McFarland game was fantastic. It was back and forth and both teams were just putting it on the line. It was two outstanding teams and uh, and Whitnow won it at the end. Um, so I thought they, they really had a tough path and they, and they passed every test and, um, you know, now they get another one because they got lacrosse central uh, on, um, on Friday in the semifinals at state. So, but I thought their path to Madison was the hardest and uh, was maybe the most impressive uh, of all the teams to, to make it.
0: You had a great article this week uh, with your preview and predictions talking about some of the top storylines to watch, top players to watch for, um, kind of uh, superlatives and, and word association with some of the uh, the, the people and players and, and atmosphere around the the state tournament. Um, as you looked at, at that and you're, and you're looking over these teams, is there somebody that you would look at as kind of a, a, a possible unsung hero, somebody that maybe isn't the leading scorer for their team but comes up big in big situations um you know kind of drives the engine for their team maybe not without being an all-state player or the leading scorer anybody kind of under the radar that you're really pointing towards is uh you know that that guy that that could really have a breakout performance at the state tournament
1: well i think there's probably a guy like that on every team at state because you know they're they're one of 20 teams still playing um, the, a couple guys came to mind as you were mentioning that question. And, and the first one was, uh, Hogan Domofsky at De Pere. Um, you know, obviously Ken, Johnny Kinzinger and Zach Kinzinger and Will Hornseth uh, get most of the headlines and rightly so all three of them are really, really good players. All uh, going to play the highest level of college basketball in all uh, likelihood. Uh, Hogan is going to Lawrence, um, division three school, but, um, uh, I just think that he he provides, um, you know, just this, uh, a steady, uh, consistent, uh, uh, you know, on defense and on offense, uh, you know, is willing to move the ball, set the screens, get on the ground for a loose ball, make a big shot, grab a big rebound, uh, come up with a big steal. Uh, guys like that are what make teams like De peer really, really good. Obviously, you got your star players. Uh, that you know paved the way for a 28-0 record, but you have to have those other guys like you mentioned, Travis, and I think Hogan Domofsky for DePere. Another guy uh, that kind of fits that bill is Brett McConkey for for West Salem. Um, I'm sure you remember watching him play at State last year, and um, he's just a, he's just kind of fun to watch because uh, you know while Peter Latos and, and, and Carson Kepnick and Tamarian Henderson. Kyle Healy, they they get most of the headlines you know for the for the baskets that they make and for the clutch plays that they make but meanwhile McConkey's just you know just a workmanlike uh, performance and grabbing ten, 10 and a half rebounds a game at 6 score uh it's going to be re- really interesting i think that West Salem uh MAS game is going to be and i think that's the first game of the entire tournament um is going to be a great game to kick off the tournament now MAS is another team that had a really hard uh, road to the, to Madison, uh, they got by Thomas Moore in the in the sectional final in overtime. Uh, Amari McCautry had to sit uh, much of that game with foul trouble, but the young talent on MAS is is really impressive, uh, and they have a lot of size, a lot of length. So it'll be interesting to see if McConkie is able to get his rebounds against that kind of front line uh, in that in that semifinal game. But he's another guy that just You know, just does what it takes to help West Salem win. And in his case, uh, that mostly centers around grabbing rebounds on both the offense and defensive ends of the floor.
0: You kind of got into it, but but I'll ask it anyway. If you had one semifinal game to pick to watch, which one would it be? Is it West Salem Academy of Science to begin the whole thing?
1: Yeah, I think that's the one I would want to watch. You know, I think the other semi in D3 is really good too. Brilliant and Lakeside. Lutheran, I I think both those games on Thursday afternoon are going to be outstanding. Um, you know, does Lakeside have enough uh, besides Levi Burkholz to to challenge a great team like Brilliant? Uh, we'll we'll find out. And then of course, you know, Academy of Science, uh, you know, they they have. There's no question that they have Division One basketball players on that team, um, and you know, they they got by Dominican after trailing uh, early in the sectional semi. And then, you know, they were down, I think they were down eight at one point against Thomas Moore in the sectional final and came back and won that game. Um, so you know, how will those young guys respond to playing a veteran, physical, confident team like West Salem on the big stage? Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting uh to watch. But you know, I, I think almost every year, Travis, the division three field is the one that almost excites me the most it's just so deep and there are so many quality teams at at that uh you know that the depth of division three is incredible um when you look at you know the teams that lost for instance in the sectional finals you know thomas moore uh madison edgewood uh um you know osceola they had one loss on the year ended up with with two but you know they had one loss going into that sectional final and then xavier which You know, ended up 25 and three. I mean, all of those teams are really, really good. And then you could go back to the uh, sectional semifinals in a lot of cases and find outstanding teams. So um, I think, you know, uh, the tournament's going to get off to a great start uh, right away uh, on Thursday with the D3 semis in the afternoon and then the D4. um, I think it's D4 at night. Um, so, uh, I'm looking forward to, to watching all of those games and really, you know, every game at state, it, it, it's just like the football playoffs. I mean, which one are you looking forward to the most? You, you probably have a couple that you would like to see more than others, but you know, you just never know. And it's always fun to see kids perform, um, you know, on the biggest stage of the, of the high school basketball season. Um, so every game has got, you know, its own, uh, storylines and drama to, to watch.
0: And of course, we're just looking for good games. You know, we 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 don't have a rooting interest. We don't care <laughs> who wins. We don't care if it's a public school or private school or um, Fall River or Pewaukee or Arrowhead or De Pere. Uh, we're looking for good games and, and competitive games. We didn't see a whole lot of competitive games at the girls' state tournament. So we're definitely hoping that, uh, that, that this weekend serves as a, a little bit more of a competitive uh, weekend. And you never know which game which player is going to have that moment um you know certainly we can only dream for another sam decker shot or peter brookshaw uh or jordan mccabe performance or john deaner uh scoring output whatever it might be Uh, but you never know which one is going to deliver that moment and that's part of what makes uh makes the whole event so exciting Excuse me, we're uh, continuing our conversation with Mark Miller as we preview the boys' basketball uh, state tournament coming up this weekend. And a reminder if you're looking for the basics of the state tournament, um, we have you covered. You can check out our state tournament FAQ article on wissports.net where you can find information on how you can watch the games, how you can stream the games. I'm going to get 50 million questions about those things, and that's okay, uh, but we already have it for you. Uh, you can find out where tickets can be bought, how much tickets are. You can get a map of the Cole Center. A lot of people come into town from out of town and don't know where to park. They don't know what what it's uh, like down there. You can get a map of everything. Uh, you can uh, get information about the teams. Uh, all kinds of info that, that, that people are going to ask us about uh, can be found in that state boys basketball FAQ article on Wisports.net. And again, make sure you're checking out Mark's uh article previewing the state tournament. Uh just incredible information in there. Um Mark, as we uh as we continue, maybe one more look back, if we look at the the sectionals, uh was there a uh a, a game that stood out as the biggest upset of the sectional finals
1: uh quick question uh I don't think in division one there were any huge upsets uh... You know, obviously in Division II, the pewaukee Wisco game was, was the big one, although whitnell McFarland was, you know, razor razor thin too in terms of the outcome of that one. Um, you know, uh, I, I guess I wasn't shocked that Academy of Science beat Thomas Moore, um, you know, given all the talent that they have. Um, you know, Lakeside Niff Edgewood wasn't a huge surprise. <laughs> Uh, boy, I'm having a hard time finding one that, that really was a, a major surprise. Um, you know, uh, maybe Royal beating was, was Zika Steuben as convincingly as they did, uh, surprised me just a little bit. Um, but they played really strong defense. So, you know, you got to credit, uh, Royal there. Um, I don't think there were, you know, when I looked at the start of the state tournament, I thought to myself that, you know, in D1, obviously, De Pierre, D2, Pewaukee P- or Wisco. Um, and then in D3, West Salem. Um, if any of those four teams or um, uh, you know, three of the four, because Wisco and Pewaukee played each other, didn't make it to Madison, I'd be shocked. And it would just create a, a, a wide open uh, race for that <laughs> state title. And you could maybe say the same for Luther in D4. And perhaps Newman Catholic and D5. I mean, I think the best teams uh in each of the uh, divisions uh for for the most part made it to state. Now there were some exceptions, obviously. I think that we talked about Kenosha St. Joe's. Uh, you know, I would have anticipated St. Mary Springs or Howard's Grove coming out of that sectional. And then in, in, in some of the division two and three sectionals in particular, there were uh some really tight games at the regional final, regional uh sectional semifinal uh um, round but you know nina getting back to state um you know with an 18 and 10 record uh when you look at their path it it isn't shocking i mean they they got to host point and then they got to host appleton west and then they played hudson and then they played superior um so uh, it wasn't shocking that they came out of there um and you could say the same for kettle moraine they're both 18 and 10 and they're they're going to play to pier and arrowhead so you know they're obviously the underdogs there uh, but, you know, their past there, um, I think we talked about this in the in the um, uh, preview for the entire tournament, that sectionals one and four, where Nina and Kettle Moraine came out of uh, had no ranked teams. So, um, you know, it wasn't shocking that those two teams made it. So to answer your question, I, I don't really think there was one uh, that really shocked me at the sectional final level.
0: Well, you mentioned some of the young talent already, including that uh, that outstanding group at Milwaukee Academy of Science. Um, I mean, it seems like every year we're talking about, you know, how deep and talented the the classes are in the state of Wisconsin, and deep and talented the the players at the state tournament are. Run us through the list of guys that either are Division One players already. Or that you think are division one players at some point in their careers that will be playing in Madison this weekend?
1: Sure. Uh well in division one, I, uh, I think Arrowhead's got two. Uh obviously uh Mac Reckey, uh who's a senior, has committed to Green Bay. Um, and then Junior Bennett Basich has an offer from Southern Illinois at this part, at this point, I should say. Uh DePier has uh at least two, maybe three. Johnny Kinzinger is committed to Illinois State. Will Hornseth has, uh, I think, five or six Division I offers right now. Will's a 6'8 junior, mostly at the mid-major level. Uh, um, and then uh, John's younger brother, Zach, who's a 6'2 sophomore. Uh, my, my guess is that he'll start to get some offers maybe this spring and summer. Uh, as people see him on the club circuit. Uh, Nina has a division one player, Cal Klesmet, uh, who's committed to Green Bay. Um, you know, Kettle Moraine uh, does not have a division one player. Um, so that would be it for division one. Uh, hope I'm not missing anyone. Division two. <laughs> uh, and Hanna from Nicolay is our top ranked sophomore in the state in the WSN player rankings. He's got offers from all kinds of schools already, um, high major schools, including Marquette, Wisconsin, 6'6". Six, six, uh, some people might remember him from a year ago when he was at Milwaukee Academy of Science. Uh, so he's definitely one to watch. Nick Chinowski uh, and Milan Monchilievich of Pewaukee are both the U1 players. Milan's committed to Iowa State. He's a senior and Nick is a junior and has not committed anywhere yet, but has uh, several D1 offers. Keep an eye on Iowa for Nick. I think that might be where he ends up. Um, But we'll just have to wait to see on that. Um, And then uh, Division three, Levi Burkholz of Lakeside Lutheran, who had uh, 41 points against Edgewood in the sectional final uh, and has scored over 1,800 career points. He's going to the Citadel. Uh, And then I think uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science has two kids. Uh, that are going to be Division I players at this point. Devin Brown, 6'7 sophomore, uh, who has had just an unbelievable year. He's averaging over 21 a game. Uh, and then Jamarian Bateman, uh, he is a sophomore guard. Uh, I think he he is averaging around 20 a game. Uh, and then, of course, Jeremy Lorenz at Brilliant has committed to Wofford. Um, so he's a 6'8 senior that people might remember from a year ago. Um, he's also a Division One player. Um, and then uh, Division Four. Uh, you know, it's, I don't know if we got any Division One. We certainly have guys that are going to play at the lower level, like Cole Uhlenbrock at St. Mary Catholic is going to St. Norbert. Isaiah Swichtenberg from Luther is going to Wisconsin Lutheran College. Uh, Cody Miller from Luther, will, I'm guessing, will play somewhere, but he hasn't selected a school yet. Uh, Devin McCune is planning to go to lacrosse. I'm not sure if he's going to play basketball or not. Uh, Luke Biley of Whitehall, um, is, is going to play at Platteville. Um, Eric Tennessee from St. Joe's is a junior. Um, and I know he excels, I believe in football and maybe baseball too. Um, so I'm not quite sure what his future holds, but, but he's a heck of a player. Uh, and then in D5, again, uh, no division one guys, but, um, You know, Eddie Mittenmeyer from McDonald Catholic has made more threes than any other player in the state this year. Um, And he's shooting 45 percent, two from three, which is impressive. He's going to Superior. uh, And Isaac Seidel, (coughs) excuse me, from Newman Catholic is going to Concordia in Wisconsin. And then Cullen Rolls from Fall River, Mason Prey from Newman, Cannon Huss from McDonald. I think all those guys will end up playing college basketball, too, but they haven't uh, haven't uh, made a commitment yet at this point.
0: Well, Mark, uh, people can check out your full predictions of each of these semifinal games and the championship winners in your preview article at Wisports.net. Uh, I'll just run through them quickly, and then we're going to get to my my next part of uh, what I wanted to ask you about. Um, in Division One, you have DePere over Arrowhead in the championship game. D two, you've got Pewaukee over Lacrosse Central. Division three, West Salem over Brilliant. D four, Luther over St. Mary Catholic in division 5 Newman Catholic over McDonald's Central uh if 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 people have voted or checked out the voting on our site where we asked people to uh, vote for who they think will win state championships it's overwhelmingly in in favor of DePere and Pewaukee uh in D1 and D2 West Salem a pretty strong favorite in D3 Luther gets the edge in D4 and Newman Catholic the edge in D5 so my question for you is if you had to give a confidence ranking to your picks, what would be the team that you're most confident in winning a state championship out of the five that you selected? And then what would be the order from most confident to the one that you're least confident in?
1: Okay, uh, good question. Um, Before I forget, too, I wanted to mention a couple other guys that could be (laughs) T1 guys. You know, I was looking at, um, I, I forgot the Whitnell kids. I think Miles Harrow, who's a sophomore Point guard and and then Austin Arrow, Uh both of those guys are Tyler's younger brothers. Um they both have had really strong years particularly Austin the senior. Um so I I am thinking down the road those guys could end up at that level too. Um so I didn't want to forget mentioning those two guys. Um uh, as far as the most confident in winning a state championship I I think I would go with Depere uh number 1. Uh, I think I would go with West Salem number 2. Actually, I'm going to go with Pewaukee, number two, because uh, that West Salem Academy of Science game uh, kind of intrigues me a little bit. Well, you know, that game could be closer. It could be a blowout. Who knows? Anyway, I'll go with Pier 1, uh, Pewaukee 2, West Salem 3, uh, Luther 4, and Newman Catholic 5.
0: Right in order. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Divisions 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Um, I know this is in some of the notes, and I, I can't remember offhand, but um, you know some of these teams that that we're seeing that we have not necessarily seen before or haven't seen in quite a while, you know, what are the ones that that stick out as haven't been here in a little bit? Uh, you know, Fall River, Whitehall. I don't think Royal has been there that I recall in recent years. Uh, yeah. you know in some of these new teams, who are who are the ones that kind of are the are the newest or haven't been there? The most recently
1: well Newman Catholic has never been there you know since the merger with the Wissa schools uh so this is their first trip McDonald's been there uh, quite regularly um uh Fall River uh, you know they were there I remember watching them uh maybe about 20 years ago I think uh I got the WI book here on my desk I can look it up real quick their their last trip was 2000 yeah so it's been a while uh for Ernie Elkie's uh, squad, uh, but uh, they have a really strong team this year. Royal was 2010. Joe's has been there. Saint Mary Catholic has been there. Um, you know, Luther uh, seems like they were there just a few years back. Uh, they were
0: yeah, there they in the were... COVID year. They were in lacrosse. Yeah. So you right. didn't you didn't watch them? I was at that one, so you you didn't yeah. get to watch them in that one actually.
1: Yeah, but I I knew they were there. Uh, let's see then in Whitehall uh was there in 86 that goes back a few years brilliant was there last year lakeside milwaukee cannabis science west salem yeah i think uh i think that's it uh so uh you know uh solon springs was close um man they they had uh actually this is the first trip for kettle moraine Hmm. okay i didn't know that uh solon springs really had uh the game in hand against uh against McDonald in the, in the sectional uh, final. And that would have been their first trip, but they let slip away, unfortunately, but they, they do return almost their entire lineup. So they could be a team that maybe, you know, gets back there next year, but they had a 13 point lead with like seven minutes to go and ended up losing an overtime. So that was a, that's a bitter pill to swallow. I'm sure for, for the fans up there at Solon Springs, because they they had a really nice team this year and anticipate that they're going to be really strong next year as well.
0: Well, Mark, before we let you go, uh, any any parting thoughts, any final uh, comments, uh, discussions, anything for the uh, state tournament this weekend? Other than get there if you can, and if you can't, make sure you watch it on TV.
1: Well, one thing that's that I'm going to be kind of interested in is to see which teams and players Greg Gard and Wisconsin watches because uh, with them playing in the NIT and and uh, going to host a game, I think on Sunday. Um, they'll be around, you know, so they will be, um, guessing, practicing in the Johnson center and, and, um, you know, certainly preparing for their, for their next NIT game, but also, you know, in the very near, uh, vicinity. So my, my hunch is, um, that they're going to definitely check out, uh, Davey and Hannah from, uh, from Nicolay. Um, you know, maybe they'll, they'll take a look again at, at Will Hornseth from De Pere. Um, you know, I, you know, probably taking a look at, uh, Pewaukee again, see how Nick Janowski's playing. Um, and and then maybe checking out, you know, those young kids from uh, Milwaukee Academy of Science. I don't know. It's always interesting to me to see, um, who, you know, Wisconsin and Marquette and then Milwaukee and Green Bay, who are they watching? Who are they on? Um, who do they think, you know, potentially could play at their level? Um, that's kind of a side story away from the actual games, but, um, I find it very interesting, and and so it'll be interesting to me to see if Coach Guard and and his assistants are out watching any of the kids this weekend.
0: All right. Well, again, folks, if you're looking for basic information on the state tournament, make sure you check out our FAQ page, tickets, schedule, TV, parking, all that good stuff you can find on WISSPORTS.net. Make sure you follow Mark on Twitter at uh, Yearbook. Make sure you follow me at Travis WSN. We'll be providing updates from the uh, from the games. Our good friend Dick Napinski will join us as well, helping, helping Mark break down the uh, the the games and, and file some of the stories and recaps. Um, you can uh, just follow along for the state tournament. And if you're looking for a more in depth preview, we've talked about a lot of it today. But if you want to f- uh, find out more and, and check out Mark's full predictions, look at his uh, state tournament preview, where you'll get his players to watch his predictions for all the games, great breakdowns of uh, of all the action as well. You know, something else I'm I'm interested in seeing Mark is going to be the attendance. That was kind of a big story last year. Attendance dropped off uh pretty significantly last year compared to, you know, where it had been and and we you know, we're we're unsure I think a little if it was kind of a covid hangover, if it was you know, a one-time blip and if things will rebound, um, but if it stays low again, you know, it's, it's certainly a, a, a concern, I believe um, going forward. So we'll see where attendance goes and, and is at for this weekend. No badgers in the, the NCA tournament that could give a little bit of a boost uh, for our state tournament attendance, but, but we'll see. So that's something that we'll be keeping an eye on. We'll try to get updates from the WIAA for each session and provide those out as well. Uh, And we hope to have some updates from the girls that we can provide very soon. Also, Mark, a great time of the year. Uh, Certainly want to wish you a belated happy birthday as well. Uh, You celebrated over the weekend. And uh, as, as we said, we're throwing you a party. It's being (laughs) held on Dayton street in Madison (laughs) Thursday through Saturday. So make sure everybody attends
1: still looking, still, you know, look very much, look forward to, to, to watching these, you know, it's been a lot of them now um, over the years not as many as Dave Wiedeword or Tom boats or some of the, the guys that are older that still watch, you know, the, the state tournament. Uh, but
0: I'm, I'm telling Tom that you call them older.
1: Yeah. Well, he is older and he knows that, um, <laughs> but you know, it's just, uh, it's just exciting to to be a part of it. Even, you know, after all these years, it's always fun, you know, going back to the field house and going back to the WISA days, and um, you know, some, some great, like you mentioned, buzzer beaters like Sammy Decker and, Uh, you know, uh, will we see some of those? It'll be fun. You know, you mentioned that you just want to see close games and I think you know, for the average fan that doesn't have a dog in the race, that's what they want Um, but you know, when you're a parent or you're a rooter for a team you want a blowout. You want your team to just go out there and smoke people. You know, you don't want to be biting your nails for for an hour and in 40 minutes but you know, uh, it's kind of like the NCAA tournament. That's what makes it special Um, you know, although you know, gosh, it's if you're a part of that in the midst of it all, it's, it's nerve wracking, but uh, uh, I think we're going to see some, some, some really close games this weekend. And I think it'll be, I I hope people come out. Um, I agree with you that last year was a little bit of a COVID hangover. I think we got really good teams this year, really good matchups, you know, the weather's supposed to be okay. So I hope people, you know, do, do make the trip and do watch and support these kids and, and high school basketball by attending some games. So uh, let's let's get her going. We're about twenty four hours away, and excited for that tip off of that first game.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, big thanks to Mark for joining us on the podcast today. As always, we'll have uh, Mark in um maybe next week or maybe in the next couple of weeks as we kind of put a bow and, and recap um, the the basketball season and the state tournament. So keep an eye out for that. But we've also uh, started to transition already into spring sports. Their first track meets are coming up. Uh, actually. Tomorrow, uh, first track meets. My son's a freshman. He's he's going to his first indoor meet. Um, baseball practices have started. Snow's on the ground, but spring sports are not far away. So make sure you check out that as well. Before we let you go, let's remind everybody out there to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Mark, a big thank you for coming on the podcast today. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody at the state tournament. If you if you see Mark, you see me. Make sure you stop and say hi and, and chat a little bit. Uh, love to to get some some insights from uh, from fans and folks out there as well. Uh, but it's here. It's finally here. The state tournament. Great time of the year. Uh, check out the games either in person or on uh, on TV. We're looking forward to a great weekend. Well, he is Mark Miller. I am Travis Wilson. This has been a Wisssports.net podcast. We'll see you at a game.